Hey, hey, this is Mountain Bike Ben, and you're listening to New England Dirt on Mountain Bike Radio. New England Dirt, Mountain Bike Radio. All right, I just want to take a quick minute here and thank Papa Wheelies for their continued support of New England Dirt and Mountain Bike Radio. They are the presenting sponsor this whole entire year. I'm so psyched to have them have stepped up like this and say, we want to support creative content like New England Dirt to give entertainment back to the people who are supporting them, right? So this is this is how it all works. It's the circle of life. So they have decided that they're going to support this podcast, my podcast, New England Dirt, And that's bringing you entertainment. It's giving you options to think about where you're going to go riding next, where you're off to some mountain bike vacation in New England or across the country, wherever you happen to be. They've stepped up. They've said, yes, we're going to support this. We want to give back to the mountain bike community in this way, creative, long form content like a podcast like New England Dirt. So Papa Wheelies, Dan, Hannah, The whole Houston family and all of the staff there, thank you so much. So quick shout out to Papa Wheelies. They are your go-to shop for all things trail riding. Whether you are just starting out or you're a hardcore racer looking for a custom build or you fall in between somewhere, they got you started, okay? They can help you out. They have locations in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Natick, Mass, and Back Bay Bicycles in Boston. Papa Wheelies features bikes for everyone in the family, from Cannondale, Giant, Live, Specialized, Salsa, Santa Cruz, and a whole bunch more. Now, bike brands do vary by location, so please go to their website and check it out. It's papa-wheelies.com. Now, they're staffed with mountain bikers. They offer expert professional service to keep your bike riding right. Every new bike purchase includes three years of free tune-ups. That's huge. Like, come on. And then, when you buy any mountain bike from them for 2000 or more, Papa Wheelies will buy you a one-year NIMBA membership. So cool. Nobody else is doing this. It's awesome. So if you're already a NIMBA member, what do they do for you? Well, they're going to pay for your renewal. So whenever that's up, they got you covered. You are going to get one year of NIMBA membership on Papa Wheelies for your bike purchase. Again, they're all about giving back to the community that's supporting them. So what I'm going to ask is that if you don't support Papa Wheelies already, go stop in, say hi, thank them for supporting New England Dirt. And if you don't live in this region, you're a cross country. Like I know, I hear from you guys. You're in Texas. You're in California. You're in Madison, Wisconsin. You're in Minneapolis. You're all over the country. If you don't live in this area and you love what this podcast is doing, you love the entertainment, shoot Papa Wheelies an email. Tell them thanks for supporting long form creative content like New England Dirt. All right, on to the show. Thanks, everybody. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of New England Dirt, the show that brings you all the good things about riding your bike on dirt right here in New England. As always, I'm your host, Mountain Bike Ben. Okay, we're going to wrap up the 2019 NIMBA Advocacy Summit, and I brought two guests this time to really, I think, give a good overview of not just the importance of this weekend, but some of the cool things that's happening right now for NIMBA, Um, and that is... Matt Karen, who you've heard before, uh, he was my my very first guest outside of Benwell Neck um, on New England Dirts. Matt is the president of the Southern New Hampshire NIMBA chapter and a VP, one of the VPs for NIMBA itself. And I have Sarah Thompson, who is 
from the new of new NIMBA chapters, the Franconia chapter in Franconia, New Hampshire, um, and part of the new Borderlands project. So, Sarah, Matt, thanks for joining me today. Yeah. Absolutely. It's Great been awesome. Um, so, real quick, give me a give me a, a, a couple minute spiel here, Sarah, of why you are at the NIMBA Advocacy Summit. Um, because I'm actually new to NEMBA. Um, I've been mountain biking off and on for the past couple of years. Um, I love trails, and it kind of made sense to jump onto a mountain bike as well. And started gravel riding and all of that whole craze. But I really got involved um, in my community, and so some of our, our NEMBA president approached us, and my boyfriend and I, and asked hey, what do you guys think about getting involved in this? And from there, it kind of spiraled all the way up to being the outreach board member. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. It's really brought me and involved me into the community even more. Mm -hmm. um, but not just knowing the people, but learning about all of the different businesses um, that we have in town and, and how we can all be connected and advocate for the trails and being a small town and bringing people into the community and being outdoors and what that means yeah cool nice so nice have you had a good weekend oh it's been awesome we had a pretty good ride yesterday it was incredible ride yesterday it was it was really worried in the morning it was raining and i was like oh this is gonna stink yeah, welcome to the cave <laughs> <laughs> but it it dried out fast and the trails were beautiful it turned out to be sunny and 60 and i met some incredible people out on the trails yeah, it was a cool experience it was i had a smile on my face the whole time well and i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna give sarah some props because i uh was riding behind her for a little while we were chatting it up Especially after I found out that you were from the Profile Trails and, and the whole Borderlands project, because I'm, you know, I'm uh, geeking out right now to this whole <laughs> entire thing. And I looked down, and Sarah's ripping on a pair of Crocs because she left her trail shoes back at the hotel, and it was like, oh, we've all been there. And you owned it, and you were just charging. You were going hard with your Crocs on, and I was like, nice. I had great. to. <laughs> you guys were going to leave me in the dust. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. That was good. So props to you. Uh, to Yeah, you shred. Nice yeah. job. And thank you. At least it matched the rest of my outfit. Yeah. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. So um, same thing. Give us a quick spiel of what you're here for. Um, and, of course, you've been to multiple of these advocacy summits at this point in time. So why are you here? And then I think also... <clears throat> Tell us a little bit about the importance of this weekend to NIMBA um, and what the Advocacy Summit is for NIMBA. Because it doesn't happen every year. It's every other year. So, yeah, give us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, this is probably my fourth summit at this point. And uh, I've been uh, in my chapter for a dozen or so years and president for most of that, I guess. And... You know, re really, for me, coming to this, it's all about getting new ideas from the new folks. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, been uh, been doing sort of the same thing in my chapter for for a while, and it's it's time to you know reinvent and uh, learn some new things from the folks that are doing it fresh. Yeah. You know, 
because uh, you know once you get old habits die hard they say right so you get into the spring oh let's do this let's do this let's figure out what trails we're going to build this year you know you kind of get in the same routine but hearing from like you know Sarah said she's the outreach coordinator for her chapter we don't have one of those right you know we're from a pretty populated area with a lot of members could we use an outreach coordinator in our chapter probably yeah you know it might be great to have somebody you know working social media and doing you know certain things that we just don't do now or we haven't historically done so you know even for somebody that's come to a number of these summits it's great to learn from the new folks and it's also great to see what NEMBA's done um, you know, we, we've set a number of goals at these summits, and you know, credit to Bill and and Philip and the rest of you know the mothership. We've reached almost all these goals. Like you know, for I, I remember coming to first summit, and it was Anne and Paula were the only two women. Yeah. At the summit. Yeah. I would say this summit's almost 50 50 yep and you know that was it was a goal to bring more women into nemba but i mean we far exceeded that goal now i don't know how many female presidents there are in you know a chapter in our 28 chapters but it's a pretty good it's a pretty good chunk i'd say at least a quarter yeah and and that's so cool to have women leading chapters and killing it yeah yeah doing really good things yeah like you know uh kim um she just brought something completely different to her chapter in southeast connecticut and revitalized it and yeah and just it's awesome to see and it's awesome to learn the you know the points of view that she takes on certain things Mm -hmm. and you know I, i led a panel with her yesterday and just like you know i'm in the panel trying to you know think about what we want to talk about and i'm just like intently listening to every yeah, word right. she was saying right. and i'm like oh wait i'm i'm actually in this panel too and, and i think it's safe to say and i mean you you know what you're doing matt you've been doing it for a while and you're really good at what you do but it was hard not to walk away from that session gaining something from kim and i'm sure that you were sitting right there like the rest of us being like man yeah like i can do it <laughs> it was it's wild. Her and enthusiasm is uh, is intoxicating. <laughs> it was so energizing just to sit there and be a part of it and hear all of what's going on. And I'm, like, scribbling notes down like crazy. And I'm so excited to take it all back to my chapter and be like, guys, look what we can do. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so it's it was really motivating and encouraging to see and hear from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um just what other people are doing and where we can actually go with this. Yeah. So we're sitting in the first session yesterday morning, and, and right before it starts, Matt, you, you turned to me and you're like, this is your first one, right? And I was like, yeah. And you, I've been to numerous conferences, mostly in the ski industry side of things but and, and marketing side of stuff, but I've been to numerous conferences before, and they're boring, right? I mean, it's just like asleep at the wheel sometimes, it feels like. And you told me yesterday morning, you're like, just wait halfway through the day you're going to have this moment where something comes to you and it's like the aha moment of this weekend and you're like it happens every single weekend for me that we do this advocacy summit and for me 
it was literally in the first panel because I was just like, oh man, I was like super engaged with the family concept, right? Of, of starting to build family group rides into, and it was Allison who was like, do a potluck and have a potluck supper, a potluck barbecue, or a potluck whatever at the trailhead and create that social atmosphere for your families. And I'm like, yes, like Elmbrook is the perfect spot for that, right down the road from my house. Yeah. Like, it's perfect for it. So that was my aha moment. And I'm psyched to go back and do that. But then Chris Gaudet, who leads your novice ride and is killing the from the novice ride perspective, came up to me immediately and was just like, you want to get involved in a family ride with us down in southern New Hampshire? I'm like, yes. So he and Melody are going home on the drive today thinking, how are they going to do this? And I'm like, keep me involved. Keep me involved because I want to hear more about it. Sarah, did you have your aha moment this weekend? I had a lot of aha moments, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because I am so new to Nemba, um, I wasn't sure how everything worked. And January is when I started talking to the actual chapter about joining. And so from there, it's really snowballed. Wait, like s- just snowball. like three months ago. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so um, it's been really cool to be here and meet all of these different types of peoples and the different types of riders and realize okay you don't I was a little intimidated to be honest I'm like I don't mountain bike that well <laughs> you know that I was nervous <laughs> felt like him but I was like nervous because I'm like I don't I honestly had the perception that Nemba was a lot of really good mountain bikers it was kind of the the core of mountain biking and the hardcore guys joined it but in meeting everybody and talking and riding with you guys, it's like the most welcoming community I've been a part of, and it's awesome. So that in itself was an aha moment, just to start meeting people and talking and riding. But then to learn about all of the different programs that are linked and partners with NEMBA, um, all of the different types of rides that you can do, it would be phenomenal to have some kids' stuff. Like we have a pump track right. in the middle of town. And that would be an awesome project for us to work on is to get that going a little bit more and just get kids out there riding the pump track a little bit. Uh, We've got a huge network of trails, um, and we're working on developing them every day. So learning how to get new members to help with that, to get volunteers to help with that and cleaning up our trails and making it, you know, what it absolutely could be at its very best is huge. So those pieces are all pieces to the puzzle that I'm learning. Mm -hmm. And you guys gave incredible information on how to put them all together. And that was constant aha moments for me. Yeah, nice, nice. Multiple, that's cool. Matt, how about you? Did you have one? After all these years of doing this, did you still have your uh, your aha moment? I, I totally did. And, you know, it... It, it seems, you know, you, you look at, I've, I've looked at my notes from previous summits, back to like... You're a studious, studious individual, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> I, you know, I studied my notes from the past seven years. <laughs> I came prepared. I, I try. I try, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, that's what makes you you, Matt. I mean, like, come on, that's why you're doing some amazing things in, in your portion of the world. It, it, it was funny though, because uh, you know you you look at uh, I was looking back and some of the panels and some of the presentations it's the same words it's the same sure but 
none, nothing was the same. You know, it's it's a completely same topic, totally different spin. Exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah, flipped yeah. over, and you know, different people. And that's the greatest part. Like you know, you know, some of the panelists yesterday were new folks, and they say something, and it's like you know, we we haven't s- heard them speak before. They say something, and you're like, no way. Yeah. What a different perspective you have. Something I've never heard before. Yeah. But it completely makes sense. And and sometimes it's like the easier approach to doing something that I've been doing the hard way for years. So so we were talking a little bit last night at dinner about the change this year in pre you know in comparison to previous summits. And the the thing that keeps coming back up every time and I've said this in the previous podcast is there is a ton of new people here this weekend there are um, it's a much more diverse crowd and there are new faces in that crowd and you are crediting Philip Kais for a lot of that and a direction that NIMBA is trying to go and sort of a realization of hey we gotta we gotta change some things up here so talk to me about that because what you were saying last night was really cool and I think with Sarah here, like you're the purest example of what you were telling me last night, Matt. So, so kind of give us that perspective. Yeah. So, you know, being an almost 100% volunteer organization, um, it's you know it, people burn out. You can only sort of do the same thing over and over again for so long. But when you reinvent, you know different topics and 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 bring new volunteers in like you know one, one of the things that's energized me in my chapter is like you already mentioned chris Godet, right bringing chris in and seeing his passion for the novice ride and now he's like leading our whole all of our group rides like he's kind of like the program manager say for the group rides for our chapter but seeing his passion in bringing new people to to just rides and those people are becoming members because Chris puts so much time and passion and effort into it. And he explains what NEMBA is yeah. to, to the new folks. Like that, that whole, you know, bringing new volunteers in with different fresh perspectives revitalizes your old volunteers. And, you know, Philip kind of has this way of, you know, he, he takes a phone call and a, ch- a chapter member or a chapter leader might be having a, a, a problem with a certain issue mm-hmm. and he says oh you know what I know a couple answers that could probably get you through but what you should really do is talk to this other volunteer you know in, in whatever Rhode other Island chapter, yeah. exactly they've yeah. had this they went through this last month yeah. so it's fresh for them let me connect you and you know F- Philip sent people to me before being like I know you've dealt with this can you help out and it's like you, you want to help that person. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't know, you don't really know them. Maybe mm-hmm. you've ridden with them once, met them somewhere along the way, met them at Number Fest, but you just want to, you know, you want to help. And yeah. I, I think that's what being a volunteer is. You want to help, but having helped somebody through a difficult situation that you've already gone through, you know, you kind of build that camaraderie. Yeah. And then they know they've got other people to rely on and they're probably going to help somebody else out down the road. 
So as much as it is, Sarah, you were talking about kind of that intimidation factor of like, oh man, I'm going down to the hardcore of hardcores, which you've realized that's not that's not who Nimba is. Oh yeah. Um, I think if I can go out on a limb here and kind of make some assumptions, it's it's equally as beneficial for you to come here <clears throat> as a new member, as a new chapter, and get all these great ideas, but Matt it's just as equally beneficial to you to have all of this new people who are bringing that fresh perspective and new ideas because yeah the stagnance you know we do what we do and we do it well and sort of like you know not rinse and repeat immediately but you know it's all volunteers so you're doing your day job nine to five and then you're trying to figure out okay do i have time to be able to do this i've got limited time to do this this worked last year let's do it again Oh yeah, it yeah. it's easy to fall into that that rut, um, and I've been there before with volunteering with other organizations and stuff like that. But it's it's for me hearing how they've done it, and I always have a little bit of a different way of looking at things. So like when I go back and we work with our volunteers. I like to pay attention to, all right, well, they might be really quiet over in the corner and not like to do things, but in having a few conversations with them, I know they're really good at numbers. You know, can they help at our event with X, Y, and Z and maybe approach them because everybody wants to be involved. Yeah. It's just how to actually incorporate them into being involved. And all it takes is the, the simple conversation of, How's it going? What do you do outside of riding your bike? Mm-hmm. And then having that conversation and tying it, they they feel like they're becoming a part of that group in a bigger capacity. And then they want to be more involved and help a little bit more. Yeah, totally. And if you can figure out where they fit into that, well, you're going to have a huge network of volunteers. Yeah, because they gain ownership over it. Right, yep. they know. I mean, it's it's sweat equity. You can feel that power when you are putting it into something, and it makes people feel good. Yeah, totally. Especially when they see the finished product. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah I helped with that." So, um, the advocacy happens. The summit happens every two years. It it varies. It varies. So sometimes it'll be two. Sometimes it's three. It's you know. gotcha. So it's kind of like when the timing is right. Exactly. Like we got to get everybody back together and. So is it more of a we got to get everybody back together and, and get them on track, or it's just been a little too long? Let's get everybody in the same room and kind of foster an environment for these new ideas and new new perspectives, shared perspectives. Like, it's invigorating to everybody. They all go back to their chapter, Sarah, just exactly like you're saying, and bringing tons of ideas and, and all the notes that you've been, you know, taking and keep keep on keep holding on to those notes because in seven years from now when you're at your like 10th one like Matt you can go back to those notes and, and study up and make sure that <laughs> we're on the right track we're, we're going up and set it down so what I want Matt in, in to understand and for listeners to understand because the summit's actually open to anybody that is a member of NIMBA it, and really not even yeah, it's open to anybody. Yeah, so so years past we've done summits where we invite um, other organizations. Oh, cool. Um, so Tom from uh, Vimba. Oh, Tom Stussy. Yeah, he was he was at the last one. He and I. Yeah, he and I uh, did a panel together. Um, 
there were a, a number of organizations, and uh, yeah. an organization from New Jersey, um, forget the name right now, but Jorba, Jorba, yes, and um, a, you know there, there were people from all over, not industry folks, but different advocacy groups, yeah. and they kind of you know we wanted to learn from other groups. What's your mix? What's yeah. your special sauce to do what you do? And there was a bunch of fresh ideas from that that came from outside of Nemba. That's awesome. And, you know, it was, it was great. I mean, one of the things that I learned there was don't just ask people like you. Don't, don't look for you. <laughs> L- yeah. Look for people with the completely different ideas. Yeah. And sometimes that's scary because you know, like, oh, this person always challenge me, challenges me on stuff because we don't think the same. So it's scary to work with somebody like that because you're like, ah, it's going to be hard. But sometimes it's a it's a good it's good to have that difficult you know interaction because mm-hmm. they might bring out something from you that you don't know you have. Yeah, totally. So that was one thing I learned from that that particular summit. Um, but you know, it's not every two years. It's it changes. It's sort of when we need that either bringing new people in and that's definitely what this one was there was so many and there's so many new chapter presidents right now it was great to just bring everybody together so that you could meet face to face because you know you've talked to these people on phones and board calls and things like that but bringing everybody together and putting a a face to the name Mm -hmm. and having these offshoot conversations um that's where like the that's where the magic happens yeah yeah that's very cool so sarah there is, and I've said this a couple times already on other podcasts, focusing on the borderlands, but the excitement level of what's going on with that project is amazing. And so it's like, okay, here is here is that I can't resist Voltron moment of like, <laughs> we've got this summit where we're trying to bring people in and talk about and, and reinvigorate and inspire. And at the same time, we have this other new project that's happening in the Northeast that is doing the same thing in a very different regard. And it's just, it's so cool. So talk to us about how, because you were telling me a little bit about on the ride yesterday that, you know, the profile trails and what's going on in Franconia and the Borderlands project is, it's kind of new for the community to think about this opening up the gates or you know, putting out the welcome mat for other people to come in and, and yeah. enjoy what you've got going on there. So what is that right now for you guys? It is it is huge. It's almost overwhelming in a way because we're like, oh, hey, we actually have to figure out what trails we wanted, wanted to use for these rides. So the Borderlands Day is, is May 18th. Um, we're going to do a later start, 2 p.m., um, leaving from kind of where the central location that you can quickly get to a couple different trails cool. um, for a variable variable rides. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said earlier, there's like a pump track and stuff. But that way you can kind of see what actual downtown is. It's pretty neat because you get a beautiful view of Lafayette Mountain. Nice, nice. Um, so Which listeners, if you're not aware, that's part of the presidential range of the White Mountains. In New Hampshire. 
Franconia Notch, yeah. Yeah. You could have said that. No. Well, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Not I didn't want to. <laughs> um, so, it's a beautiful backdrop with some really neat trails. Some are, some are technical, and then we have some great trails that are very beginner friendly. Cool. We're working with some awesome ride leaders to, to get all of this going, so it can be an entire family event. Because mm-hmm. that's really what we want we don't want to just go out on the trails by ourselves all the time right we want to include the whole family we want to bring the kids in we want them to understand the importance of our trails and to enjoy them so it's it's been a big project because we're trying to figure all of those little pieces out but uh we just got iron furnace brewing opened up in town awesome local brewery their building is incredible so that's where we're partnering with those guys and we're going to actually have our after ride there um so everybody will go down it's a short ride or a very quick quick drive down and we're gonna have like some live music beer that's in a barn so so you're doing it right oh yeah Yeah. it's gonna be cool um there's some coffee shops in town so we're trying to bring it all together so that everyone can see that it's not just a trail you can actually spend the whole day there Mm -hmm. get some food get some beer you know good local kind of craft beer named after some of the trails and mountains and and ski trails so it's neat um they're huge fat bikers uh they've got some cool winter projects that they're also working on to bring fat biking to to the area a little bit more nice so it's working with the borderlands group has really helped us to kind of see what our potential is Mm -hmm. and in working with nemba to bring the whole event together it's gonna be awesome i'm really excited for it and Town's really excited for it. FA Nemba chapter's really excited for it. We're just hoping we can... We're hoping the snow goes away. <laughs> yeah, so some of it might be a little little muddy in some areas, but that's part of the fun. Yeah. Um, so how is the... Because the, there's a little bit of... of not hesitation, but maybe some hesitation. I guess there's a little bit of mixed feelings right now in the community towards the whole sort of putting out the welcome mat right um i think it's just a little just not knowing it's it's not not quite knowing it's because we're such a small chapter it's how how can we quickly make these trails really friendly and make sure that we can maintain and keep up with them um so we're starting to work with trail forks which i think is going to be a a key player in that because that's got a spot where you can report so we can get active reports from people saying hey you've got some blowdown here or this area is washed out and we can hopefully collect a team of volunteers to go out and actively work on this stuff so it's a lot of moving pieces and we're we're a small chapter at the moment Mm -hmm. but i'm really hoping that we can help talk to people at our event as well as to what NEMBA is and grow that community so that not only do we have more people involved in NEMBA, we have the volunteers, we have all of this to continue to keep our trails open for all of the, the different types of recreation. Right, right. So. Very cool. Very cool. So May 18th. Yep. 2 p.m. Yep. So you can take your time getting up there. 
Yes. Make a weekend of it because the very next day is the Parker Mountain Trails. Absolutely. Uh, Borderlands Day. Which is only a 10-minute drive up the highway. There you go. So you drive less than two minutes into town. You get off the exit, cross a little bridge, and boom, you're at our starting point. Nice. We just got a new pavilion at the Dow. Um, oh, cool. It's the Dow Field. Yep. So then you pop right back up on the highway. There's You could stay at the Franconia Inn. We've got another hotel. We've got a bunch of various different hotels Perfect. in the area. So tons um, of lodging options. Yep. And so. then you can pop back up on the highway the next day and drive 10 minutes up the road and be at Parker Mountain. Nice. And they're planning on having some food and a little festival and yep. stuff like that as well. What's the brewery called? Iron Furnace Brewing. Iron Furnace. Can't wait to try it because I just tried some shilling, which is um, Taylor Caswell was telling me about that, which is at the base of the Parker Mountain Trails. Like, mm -hmm. yep. so you got a whole weekend, listener. That's that's the scoop right now. You got a whole weekend to look forward to of riding really cool trails in the state of New Hampshire at the Franconia Trails, the Profile Trails on May 18th, and then May 19th, just pop up the interstate a bit and go ride the Parker Mountain Trails, and you're gonna get good beer. You're gonna have good times. You're gonna meet good people. Come on. <laughs> I wish I wasn't out of town. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So any last thoughts that either of you want to share on kind of this weekend and and things that you're taking away that you haven't mentioned yet or just that that moment that you had? There's kind of a few moments last night that we had that were fun. <laughs> we don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> Let's just say the copy is really warranted this morning. Um, so, yeah, any last thoughts here about the weekend? Uh, it's just been a great time. I don't think I've stopped smiling. I've met some incredible people to stay in contact with. Um, you know, so it's it's been a, a pleasure to be here, and I'm motivated, more energized, and even more excited to, to take a lot of this new information and apply it to what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, and I think for, for me it's, you know, seeing people here and um, – hearing from their experiences like has has made me have that moment where I'm like you know what I have somebody in my chapter that has those same skills and I think would be really good now I need to go back and ask them if yeah, they can if, if they can help me yeah you know grow grow our chapter and you know um it, learning from a little bit from like the borderlands folks like I've ridden at Moosebrook for years and insert Jason and Kara at North Hub next door. And those trails went from good to amazing. Like that whole Coos County Cycling Club. Yeah. Like they put a lot of passion into their trails. So what's the takeaway from that? You know, just just seeing like, you know, sometimes it's important to focus on your trails. Yeah. And just doing making the trails dialed. And People are going to want to come ride them because Word gets out. exactly. Yep. And, and, you know, sometimes there's, you know, I'm sure that the, a little bit of the hesitation that Franconia uh, is going through, if you build really good trails, they'll come, but whoa, they're coming out of the woodwork. Like there's a lot of people coming and that's kind of scary. Cause you're like, ah, I've got these trails. We put so much, our volunteers put so much time and now here comes the entire state of Massachusetts, right? <laughs> it's like, whoa, you know, wow. They, they found us. And sometimes you hesitate there, but most of the time it's like, 
this is great. Yeah. Other people enjoying my trails, they're, you know, they're appreciative of the hard work that you put in. They're staying at the Franconia Inn. They're drinking at Iron Furnace. They're hanging out, going yep. up to Schilling, riding Parker Mountain. Yeah. Taylor thanks you. <laughs> it's great. The whole Borderlands thing is just that. That's that's awesome, uh-huh. and I can't wait to. You know, I've ridden most of them. Now it's time to hit them all. Yeah, right, right. We gotta we gotta plan our trip to Quebec. Hey, um, we. Okay, so <laughs> I've been wrapping up the podcast lately with the final question. Which is a little bit tricky for a lot of people, and you'll understand this in a second. But Sarah, if you weren't riding your home trails, where would you be riding? What trail would you be riding? Oh, that's tricky. That, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gave Matt a little bit extra time. He has to say his hands. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> um, that's tough. It's hard because. You know, obviously, I could go quickly up to to Parker. Yeah. Um, but trails back down on the seacoast, probably where where I originally came from. Probably going down there. Yeah. Just seacoast of New Hampshire. Yep. Nice. Um, so I was riding down at like Kinman Fa- Kinman's Farm. Yep. And and kind of down there, just some local stuff, or over at Mount A, Mount yeah, Agamenticus, yeah, yeah. um, in, in that area. Nice. So just because it's kind of home, yeah, yeah, probably be where I'd ride. Very cool. How about you, Matt? It's uh, Poli Poli Trails for sure. Yeah. On Maui. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Not on every listener's uh, uh, destination block, but (laughs) yeah, you visit there every year, don't you? Yeah, I'm heading there in two weeks. Yeah. So what's that trail like? Is it volcanic dirt? Yeah. 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 It's just crushed volcanic rock. Just beautiful clay so you get that huge drastic change in color from the black dirt and vibrant green lush uh, um, plants and vegetation right yeah I I don't I don't Facebook and I don't Instagram I just that's why you need an outreach coordinator exactly (laughs) right but when I'm there and I'm taking pictures I'm like I gotta post some of this because it's just (laughs) so beautiful (laughs) goes a long way (laughs) Well, cool. Well, both of you, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate it. Um, where can people find out more information about what's going on in Franco? Yeah, so we have, um, right now, we're, we're in the process of developing some of the stuff. Right now, everything is on the FN, or FNEMBA's chapter page, um, is where the majority of our information is at the moment. Okay. We're working on a Profile Trails actual web page. and the social media networks for that. Um, We currently have an open public group on Facebook. So we're going to be creating an event for that. You will eventually have to join a closed closed group just to kind of keep memberships privacy um, Mm -hmm. in check a little bit better, and we'll have an open, like, business page. Yeah, gotcha. So just keep an eye on social media, um, and you can kind of find everything out on FANEMBA's website at the moment. Perfect. Cool. Matt, how about Southern New Hampshire? Where can you find out more information about what's going on there? Uh, Southern New Hampshire number, uh, the website, and the Facebook page. I know Chris does a lot on our Facebook page. He puts all the group rides as events there. Yep. So once our group rides really get rolling, you're going to see a lot of that there on the Facebook page. And, uh, you know, sw- swing on by. I mean, come, come, come ride our area because we have 20-some-odd ride spots yeah in southern new hampshire really good trails yeah 
Um, well, cool. Again, thank you both. Really appreciate you joining me here on this podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. And listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of New England Dirt. Appreciate it as always. And like I say all the time, I love to hear from you. So any comments, feedback, suggestions, critique, whatever you got for me, hit me up. You can email me, nedirt at mountainbikeradio.com or hit me up on Instagram. It's mtbben603. Like I said, I'd love to hear from you. Again, thanks for tuning in and listening, and we'll talk to you next time. I got my tires creeping dirt, branches whipping my face. I'm going way too fast, but I ain't touching my brakes. Finger on the trigger shift, just swerving trees, catching the breeze as I wind on down these green and dirty trails.